We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I am back after, Jimmy, what feels like a month or so. It's been a, since. It's been a long time. It has been a very long time. Uh, you know, my kid turned one. That that was a Saturday, so, um, and then I almost didn't make it today, Jimmy. My kid's got some sickness. He had, like, yep. a fever yesterday, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it today, and it's like... Uh, they recover quick. It feels oh, yeah. like. If like, I had to do two weeks in a row of a solo podcast, I think Packaday would lose probably half their subscribers, and that we would have to blame you for it. <laughs> oh, oh, well, at, at, at that point, well, at that point, let's blame my son because, like, I mean, I was ready <laughs> to do it. My son is like, you know, <sighs> that's fair. That's fair. I love him. Uh, we, we, uh, I got to meet your lovely family this past week. That was cool. Got to yeah. meet your wife and your kids. Uh, they're awesome. Um, way too good for you, uh, Yo. if I'm being perfectly honest. You know, you know, I hear that a lot, unsurprisingly. <laughs> uh, and and I say that knowing full well that I'm sure that, I mean, you got to meet my family. You probably think the same about me. So like that's yeah. 
that's, I feel that's like my, that's my one justification for telling you that you got to always aim high. That's what, you know, and somehow we succeeded in that. So. Yeah. You and I definitely <laughs> both married up like that is, <laughs> that is a fact. So, uh, it was, it was, it was great to, to meet your family. Um, you guys were in town for training camp, correct? Yep. Yeah. Took the kiddos to training camp. My parents and stuff were actually there. My sister, uh, they dipped out a little bit before we met you guys, but Sure. It was fun. We tried to get Hadley wasn't chosen to ride a bike this year, but she Not. was super pumped about it. Just getting high fives from fans and like seeing them walk by or from players. I mean, and seeing them walk by, she's, she was already saying like, can we come up again next year and try? So she wasn't hey, too discouraged. There, there you go. That's, that's the way to go. That's, that's how you know you've done your job right as a dad is like your kids are already like next year. Let's do this again next year. So it was, it was the funnest. It's it was just kind of nostalgic nostalgic too. Uh my parents used to take me when I was a kid and taking Hadley and like Winston was waving at players and stuff. He's only two, he doesn't really get it. Mabel's three months, she's just poop and pee at this point. Uh but a player, it was 22, his last name's Watts, I believe. He uh he waved to Hadley while he was practicing after he caught the ball in the end zone where we were lined up on the fence and he waved back at her. And I have never seen her smile so big in my life. Uh, so it's That's like awesome. little things like that when they, when the players do it, it's, uh, it, it having kids and taking them to camp for the first time definitely changes the camp experience. Yeah, I, I bet it does. And, um, I'm glad that your family had a good experience. Um, you know, bless Des for putting up with you and, and doing these things with you. Cause from my she understanding, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, from my understanding, she does not care at all. Not at all. She's a trooper. Yeah, she doesn't care. She doesn't care about football, doesn't watch football, but she spent an entire day at Lambeau Field with me. So I'm <laughs> yeah, she's she's a trooper. That's awesome. Well, uh, we are going to discuss the Packers last preseason game uh, that wrapped up. Um, well, at, at the time of recording, uh, what, like 10 minutes ago? Yeah, uh, just about. Pack, Packers win 1915. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, most people probably eh, maybe stuck around till halftime. Um, you and I, we uh, we watched uh, much of the game, although I can admit uh, much of the fourth quarter uh, I spent packing as my wife and I are going to be moving in about four weeks. I figured I didn't really need to know what Alex Magoo and, you know, all these hey, players are. He dropped, he dropped making... a dime to Jadakus Bonds on that sideline. You missed he sure it. did. He sure did, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yes. Uh, so we figured we would just uh, do a quick recap of the game of just too good and too bad that kind of stood out to us um, in the game. So, uh, Jimmy, do we want to start with good or bad? Where do we want to start with? Uh, with do we want to start on a bad note or end? Let's on a bad end note? on a good note. Let's start with the ones that weren't very impressive, and we'll end with some positives going into All the right. season. All right. Sounds good. Well, I will get us started here then, Jimmy. Um, my first bad was just it, it. And when and when I guess when I say bad, like it's with this one, it's not necessarily like, uh, geez, but just the rookies today, um, you know, Robert Kraft and uh, Wicks, they both had false starts on like the first two plays of the game. Heath. Um, oh, Heath. Sorry. Not mm-hmm. Heath. Not not Wicks. Um Heath, thank you for the correction there. I got you. Um, but you know, uh, you know things like that—they're going to happen. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of it's nerves and and everything. But you know, those are things that when you get, you know, especially deep into the season, you know, you just can't have those things, you know, happening on a consistent basis. They're going to happen from time to time. 
it's the way the league works, but you know, that's hard for especially a young offense to like, all right, you know, because they had the, the very first play was the false start by Kraft, right? And then AJ Dillon gets the you know the big 14 yard run. And so first and 15 became second one. You're like, great. And then Heath has a false start, you know, you go from second and one to second and six, and it's like, all right, don't make it harder. Yeah. on yourselves like you know those are the things that can really kill drives where it's like you're doing great you have a big play and then all of a sudden you know small five-yard penalty really puts you behind the sticks and you know Jordan Love seems to be looking the part so far but like I I gotta say like I didn't mind false starts a whole lot when Aaron Rodgers was quarterback because it's like dude we could have first and 15 most of the game and I think we'd be fine right yeah. But like, and it's not, it's nothing against Jordan Love, but he is not on that level yet where it's like, all right, first and 15 for the entire game. Feel, feel great. Like yeah. we're not there yet. Um, so, you know, make it easy for him, make it easy for the rest of the offense. So, um, and then uh, I'm going to kind of double dip here with my other one. Um, and, yeah. and, and so I'll just, I'll just get both of them out of the way then, I guess. Uh, Jaden Reed, um, you know, again, rookie, he didn't play poorly today, but he had a couple of drop passes. Um you know, and those are things that, you know, over time, you know, I don't want to rip on it too much because, I mean, we all remember Devontae Adams and the drops that he had in year two and look how that turned out. Totally fine. Um, but, you know, for a rookie, uh, you know, you just you want to see him make those plays more than anything for, for his own confidence. You know, yeah. you, you don't you don't want him to hurt his own confidence. Um, you know, I, I I've mentioned this before and I don't think we're going to have a problem with with Jordan Love, but I mean. You know, this is one of those things that if Aaron Rodgers was still the quarterback, like he'd be done for the year, you know, like you just wouldn't see the ball. Now, yeah. you know, Jordan Love, I don't think that's going to be a problem. But I mean, if it continues to be a problem down the road, like you can't blame Jordan Love if he doesn't throw the ball that way anymore. But um, just for his own confidence, you want to see those things cleaned up. Um, and uh, I know one of them was a was a nice crosser that like it was a pretty good ball. Like he just, yeah, just, just dropped it, you know, so. Yeah. Um, so they're not like major bad things with, with either of them, but they're just things that you want to see cleaned up going into the regular season. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of those things, like you mentioned, are just, I think just reality checks of having rookies of they're gonna make silly mistakes sometimes. And obviously you want to negate, uh, as many as possible, but we saw that with the false starts to start the game and then read. He, he's done so well this training camp, the other two preseason games. I, I think this was just kind of a, like I said, a reminder. He is a rookie. Mistakes are going to happen. He hasn't made many of them yet. And he bounced back with some catches. Um, it just, yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll go down as the season goes and he gets some experience. Uh, jumping into mine, this first one's really obvious. I'm not going to harp on it too much because he's already getting so much flack on, on Twitter. Uh, all offs, all training camp all preseason games. Uh, he's just kind of a punching bag. I'm going with Royce Newman, uh, a couple false starts, just really struggling. Uh, I, I never want someone to lose their job because that's their livelihood, but it does seem like Royce Newman kind of needs a fresh start with Sean Ryan, possibly the improvements we've heard he's made this year. Royce Newman likely is going to be a cut. Uh, I know obviously you want to have some kind of depth at the offensive line, especially with Jake Hansen being hurt. He's already been uh, waived. Newman, do you want to keep him around just as a body? If if But at the point, if Newman is in the game for you, your offensive line is already in trouble. 
So I don't know if you want to have him kind of take up a roster spot. But again, today, maybe in his last chance to save his spot on the team, he struggled, um, ended up leaving the game with a little bit of an injury. So we'll see what happens happens there, but definitely did not help his stock at all. And this next one was actually the darling of both preseason games up to this point. But Emmanuel Wilson today, he didn't really do anything like bad. It's just this was his game. Going into this game, a lot of people said Patrick Taylor still had the upper hand on making RB3 if they keep an RB3. And after this game, it still looks like that is Patrick Taylor's. Uh, I think one thing that I was kind of bummed on on the first third and 10, I think it was either the I think it was the first drive. It was the one that Reed ended up dropping it uh, that play. They brought instead Wilson was in the game. They took him out and brought Patrick Taylor in on third and 10 for pass protection, which is one of those areas where that's going to win you the job for the team, pass protection, special teams. And seeing Patrick Taylor go in there, one, is a sign of, hey, they trust him a lot more than Wilson uh, on these crucial plays. So I was bummed I didn't get to see him work right there. And they tried. They gave him plenty of opportunities, 17 carries, the most out of any running back. The second closest was Nate McCrary with seven. Uh, He went 17 carries, uh, 49 yards. But if you take away his long of 17, he's down to about 16 carries, 32 yards. That's about two yards a carry, which, you know, isn't great. But I, I, I think this is kind of selfish on my end. I'm a fan of Emmanuel Wilson. I wanted him to kind of go off this game and make that last roster spot for running backs if they keep one. But uh, for sure, practice squad player. I still, it's Patrick Taylor though. He does the little things mentioned over and over. I'm not going to harp on it, but that's, that's what I saw today. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think it, he didn't play bad today, but I think he, he didn't do an, he did just little enough in his performance to give the Packers a reason to say, uh, you're not necessarily running back number three material. Um, yep. So, so it's not like he played poorly. Um, I'd love to see them keep him around on the practice squad. If, if he, you know, if he can be there, Um but yeah, I agree. He he did not play as well as he has played in the last two preseason games. Yeah, so we'll see. Like All I right, said, well, stash him. Yeah, well, let's move on to the good here, Jimmy. So uh, I'll let you start with both of your goods, and then I'll I'll round us out for the episode. All right, I was one player I wanted to put on there. I didn't. Uh, this is my honorable mention is Heath. Again, Mr. Third Down caught a, a contested one on that drive that ended in a, a Christian Watson touchdown, but he didn't make the cut for me today. The first one I had was actually Brendan Cox. Uh, just another player fighting for that for that edge position, fighting for a roster spot. They have Gary, Preston Smith, Luke, Luke Van Ness, uh, Kingsley Anambare. Justin Hollins is there, who was getting first-team reps early on in training camp. And now Brendan Cox is, after today, do they keep five? Do they keep six? If they keep six, 100% on the team. If they keep five, it's going to be between him and Justin Hollins. Uh, it's he would two. He had a, a batted ball uh, today. His second one of camp or second one of preseason games. His first one was an interception in week one, I believe it was, and then just in the backfield nonstop. Uh, the man has a motor, and I said this I think last week. The question about Brendan Cox was never his talent. His talent was there. It was always can he keep his head out of his ass and like mature. He got kicked out of two very good programs. And if you're a good player in good programs, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Uh, We saw Jalen Carter this past year uh, just do some nonsense. Like there's play when you're good, they give you some leadway. 
So for him to get kicked out of two programs was definitely concerning, but his play is there. No bad word out of him from Packers camp so far. So it looks like he's had that maturity level. Uh, Packers usually tend to do that just with the high character players they have on the team. So he really, this game could have been him solidifying his spot on the 53 man roster coming in just as uh, a rotational piece, a couple snaps a game, special teams, but uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Brendan Cox. And if they do end up releasing him, hopefully he can go on the practice squad. I think if they cut Justin Hollins, I don't think he'll be on the practice squad just because he does have NFL experience. A team could definitely snatch him up, but we'll we'll see. I think, uh, I think he definitely stepped up today. And then I'll just jump right away. Same kind of format we were doing. I'll jump in with my second one. I did Isaiah McDuffie. He he played some snaps last – or he played some games last year with Campbell getting hurt, uh, Quay Walker getting ejected out of games. Uh, he, he, he had some snaps then, and he was always serviceable. But this year, especially this game, like you saw, he's a special team leader. He was all over the place today getting into the backfield when you saw it was a run play, diagnosing plays quickly, always being in the right spot. Uh, with Campbell being hurt right now, seeing McDuffie play like this uh, is encouraging. Let's say Campbell does have to miss week one or miss some time. I do feel com- comfortable with McDuffie kind of stepping in for a game or two and not – obviously you lose some some level of play because it's not an all-pro like Devondre Campbell was a couple years ago. But McDuffie's been stepping up, man. They've, they've definitely – they drafted a player they were confident in, and so far he's done all the right things, and I think we'll see him on the field a lot more than expected this year. Hello, friends. As many of you know, a few years back, the Milwaukee Bucks were in the NBA Finals, and I desperately wanted to go to Game 6 in Milwaukee to see them win the championship. As you can imagine, prices were insane, and I kept going back and forth with different apps to try and find the cheapest tickets possible. I finally found them, clicked purchase, and of course they were gone. Goodbye Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Now, thankfully, the day of the game, I was able to find a ticket, but the entire thing was so expensive and way too stressful. I really wish I could have simply used Game Time to alleviate all of the stress and all of the hassle. I've started using Game Time app for purchasing all of my tickets, and I wish I would have done so sooner. From low prices to easy-to-find tickets to last-minute ticket deals, the Game Time app is perfect for all of my ticket needs. Game Time is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat before you buy. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two clicks only in fact, and tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never need to dig through your email. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. That's code P-A-C-K-A-D-A-Y. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Hello, friends. First of all, I just want to say thank you for listening to and being a supporter of the Packaday podcast. You have all helped make Packaday one of the most downloaded sports podcasts in the world today. And I want to sincerely thank you for that. For those of you who don't know, Packaday is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. It's our partnership with Blue Wire that allows us to bring you this amazing Packers content 365 days a year. Blue Wire currently has over 300 shows with former athletes, celebrities, media professionals, and passionate fans like us. Over the past few years, they've raised over $10 million to grow and operate business and support podcasts like the Packaday Podcast. 
Now, BlueWire is raising another round of funding by utilizing WeFunder. This funding will help support BlueWire's sales team and improve operations. This is giving everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing company. This is not a donation. You are literally investing to own a piece of BlueWire. A few years ago, I took the leap and started partnering with BlueWire, and it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. I'm hoping you'll consider doing the same. If you would like to be part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash BlueWire. That's wefunder.com slash BlueWire. And remember, supporting BlueWire is another way to support the Packaday podcast and our Packaday podcast team. Thank you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Yeah, and you know, and th- that can be, both of those guys can be great depth pieces, um, you know, as you move throughout the season, um, especially McDuffie, like you said, if he has to fill in for, for Walker or Campbell at any point in time, he's certainly looked the part so far. So, um for me, uh, my first good is, um, you know, someone that's been very inconsistent throughout camp, replacing a legend in Green Bay, uh, which is that's Anders uh, Carlson. Um, the, you know, the kicker position as as the NFL has evolved over the last 20 years. I mean, it, it feels like it can be an overlooked position, but man, you want to have a good kicker on your team, right? You, they don't play a whole lot you know, so to speak, but I mean, we've been blessed the last, you know, we talk about quarterback play in green Bay for the last, what, 30 years. 
I mean, we went from Ryan Longwell to like one year of nobody to Mason Crosby. I mean, yeah. and Ryan Longwell and Mason Crosby are as solid of kickers as you can have. So, you know, that's a position you take for granted, but Green Bay has had great kickers pretty much for the last 20 years, 20, 30 years, just like quarterback. So, um, you know, he had that 57-yarder at the end of the first half. Um, you know, outside of Jordan Love's play today, like, that was like, like we got to that point in the game. And I told my wife, I was like, all right, nobody move. Like I need to watch this because I need to know, is it good? Is it not? Um, he certainly has the leg strength. Like, I don't think there's really any question there. Um, that's the one thing, you know, Mason Crosby kind of lacked at the end of, of last year. You know, I remember the, the lions game. It was like a 53 yard field goal and like it just dropped dead. Now I know it was cold and everything, but, you know, that's that's one of those things like for me, like my ideal is like in the league, like you if your offense gets to the 40 yard line, like you should feel semi confident that like you can you can line up and kick a field goal and like it's going to get there. Like maybe it yeah. doesn't, you know, go through the uprights, you know, because anything longer than like 50 ish yards, you're kind of gambling of whether or not it goes in. But like you should be able to get to the 40. That's a 57 yard field goal. Like you're not going to make it every time, but you like you should like in normal conditions feel like if you get to the 40, you should feel pretty confident that if you need to kick the field goal, like that you can. Yeah, at um, least have a chance. Right. And so he's certainly got the leg. He's, you know, it's the directional at this point that's been yeah. his that's been his um his bugaboo, but um he made the other field goal and quite honestly the extra point he missed today, not his fault. They just didn't block it, which was part like almost made my bad again because like we, we are constantly talking about special teams in some sort of way just not being great in Green Bay. Um yeah. and I I mean give your guy a chance. Like anyway, yeah. that, that's neither here nor there. Anders Carlson um finished out preseason strong. I mean I I'm not I'm not part of the Packers organization, but I would think that like after the way he's performed, at least through the like, I he's going to be the kicker week one. I don't foresee them making any changes oh, yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, like he's making the roster now. Whether or not he's there the entire season, different question. But um, he's done enough. You know, you feel you you're starting to feel better about seeing him go out there. Um, you know, and, and kick the ball. So, yeah. um, great great finish to the preseason for hit for him. Uh, and my other uh, standout is uh, the head coach, uh, Matt LaFleur. And I've got him on the list today for two reasons. One, um, because I don't know what it is, but this preseason has been, it is his fifth year as, as head coach. And this is the first time that he's really like extensively played people that are starters. I mean, Jordan Love played all three preseason games and he played a total of what like eight drives i think he did two in cincinnati three three against three three and three um and you know i know some of that can be said that you know he's a he's a young quarterback and you want to see and yes that's a major reason as to why you know he needed to play but i mean we've seen the last what two years jacksonville and minnesota and like just nobody played in the preseason and then they come out and they lay eggs in week one because it's like, wow, it's almost like not playing football for seven months has consequences. Yeah. Um, 
And so I don't necessarily know if it'll translate to, uh, you know, uh, for sure week one, you know, victory, but I don't think you're going to see them come out as flat as they've been, um, you know, the last two years. But the other thing is for today's game uh, in particular, like I expected Jordan Love to play one, maybe two drives. And I got the feeling that after drive number one, they went down the field, kicked the field goal. The run game was great. Jordan Love made some good plays with his legs. But I think Matt, if we looked at it, he's like, he's 0 for 3 passing. Like, yeah, like I can't pull him 0 for 3 passing. Uh, and so put him back out there for drive number two. And drive number two went nowhere. And yeah, yeah like, I mean, he completed two passes, one to himself. Uh, but he, at that point, he was like, he was like two for five for like, three yards or something like that. And I think Matt LaFleur again said, I can't pull him up, like on, on this. And, and, and like, I, I firmly believe that if the Packers had gone down the field on that first drive and he had completed some passes and they scored a touchdown, that was going to be it. And so I think for Matt LaFleur, the reason why he's on this list is I think he managed the game and looked at it and said, no, like we're going to end things on a positive note for people. Like they're not coming out. Like now if, if drive number three had gone just as poorly, I think just for safety purposes, I don't think there was going to be a drive number four, no matter what. But yeah. I think Matt LaFleur came into this game only wanting to do one or two drives, but he, he kept to it and was like, you know what? No, we're going to go three and you know, hopefully it turns out better. And that was by far the best drive of the game for, you know, I mean, probably overall for the Packers, you know, throughout the entirety of the game. Um, but to end with a touchdown, end on a high note, I give Matt LaFleur total credit for that. Um, I don't think it's, again, I don't think it was any way in which he had envisioned it going. I think yeah. he would have loved to have pulled Jordan Love after the first drive. Um, but credit where credit is due for him saying, nope, this isn't good enough. We're going to we're gonna go out there and, and get it right. So um, very happy to see that from the coach. Um, you know, to trust his players and really to just, you know, and maybe in two weeks, maybe they'll come out and look just flat as a pancake and we can just put the whole preseason thing, preseason nonsense to bed. But after the way the last two years have gone with nobody playing in the preseason and then week one, just looking awful, um, yeah. I, to total credit for, for him playing those guys. Um, and and I mean, I will say overall, Jimmy, you and I agreed from almost anybody that you would care about. And, and and that sounds harsh when I say it like that, but but it's the reality from almost anybody that you would care about, like moving forward for this team. Nobody really looked bad today. You know, you, you yeah. had a you had a couple of sloppy things. You know, Jordan Love's first two drives weren't that great, but the third one was stellar. Um, but like everybody that you would care about moving forward looked pretty good today. Now. That doesn't mean that, you know, they're going to trailblaze through the league this year, but there, there wasn't a whole lot of, of what I thought was, was bad today. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And uh, one of the points that you said, which I think is really important going into the year of just uh, going back to Matt LaFleur too, is ending everything with this first team offense on a positive note, I think was Wonderful. I think that's the reason why we only saw them do two drives in Cincinnati is because they scored on the second drive. And he was like, okay, we're good. We're good. End it now before like anything happens. It just ended up taking two or three drives the next two games. But either way, I think the confidence should be great going into this next game. Like you said, everyone that you really cared about and you want to wanted to see did pretty well. Uh, I, 
I cannot wait for week one because I do really think this is going to be a different type of team week one because not that preseason preseason is definitely overrated, especially by fans. But the last few years, having your top guys get their first real in-game experience of the year being week one, and they're getting punched in the mouth by another team who already had a couple warm-up series uh, or warm-up games, that's a disadvantage. And this year, we didn't do it that way, which is fantastic. Um, and I I can't wait, man. Every, it, things seem to be clicking a little bit, and that's probably the opti- optimist in me. But I don't know. I think the Packers team, the more and more I've watched this preseason and watched Jordan Love, I, I do think it's a playoff team, especially in a weak NFC North. If this was at the AFC, I'd say no chance in hell. But we're in the NFC this year, so – or this year always, but the <laughs> NFC is weak this year. So uh, I, I I don't know. I'm pumped for this team, man. I can't wait. These next two weeks are going to go by so damn slow. I know. It's going to be it, awful. Well, well, Jimmy, I don't know. Are you a big college football fan? At this point, I might have to be for the next two weeks. See, I, I do. Wisconsin to re, a revamp with like, I know new coach finally getting recruits. So I might, I might watch it just to see what the hype's about. See, see, I always get through this time period by knowing that next weekend, like there's college football. And while I love the NFL way more than I love college, like I will, I will sit and watch college football all, all Saturday. Like I, I will do that. And so like, if we just had no football for two weeks, that would suck. But I would cry. But but guys, it is back. We're what it's how many days till like the the Chiefs Lions game is what like 11, 12 days away. Like it it's close. Like we are right there. We are right there. It is almost here. Uh I know Jimmy, you and I are super excited about it. But um yeah, week one against the Bears gonna be here before you know it. And Jordan Love's got high pressure week one because our head coach, Matt LaFleur, has not lost to the Bears. Thank God. You know, that's that's some high standards right there. And, I mean, <laughs> and, and his predecessor was, what, like 25-4 and four against the Bears? Like, I mean, yep. the Bears are licking their chops. They, they, they're like, hey, we got ourselves a chance here, and nothing would be greater than to – because week one is so important to me, like, as far as, like, crushing the Bears, because, like, if we beat the Bears – not not only have you gone through 30 years of like dealing with Favre and Rodgers, but if Jordan Love looks halfway good, you have to stew for 16 weeks before you see the Packers again. Because the Packers start the season with the Bears and they end the season with the Bears. And like, could you just imagine how crushing that would be? Like Jordan Love throw four touchdowns in week one and the Bears for just 16 weeks would be like, here we go again. Like it, it's it's happening all over again, and they gotta they gotta wait sixteen weeks and then come to Lambo to see if they can like do anything about it. I high oh pressure gosh. week one, yeah, high pressure week one. I'm gonna be saying some prayers. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, Jimmy, let's uh, let's wrap things up here uh, real quick. If people want to get in touch with you, follow any of your work. How can they do that? Uh, follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Uh, all my work for Packer Report, uh, started writing again, is there. Writing at least one time time a week, trying to get a few out. Uh, so check, yeah, just follow my Twitter to get my articles. I'm at Game on Wisconsin at Game on WI. Uh, follow that on YouTube and Twitter. Lombardi's Bar comes out every Wednesday, and this Wednesday we actually have Kenny Clark joining the show. So if you have any questions, shoot them my way. 
on Twitter and we can try to get those asked to him, but he'll be joining us for about 15 and 15 or 20 minutes Wednesday at seven 30 central time. So check that out. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. Um, but eh, it's not that worth, not, not, <laughs> not that worthy of a follow. So uh, I, my feelings won't be hurt if you don't. So that's, that's all I can say about that. Mine will so. be. If you don't follow Nick, I'll be pissed. Yeah, Jimmy will cry himself to sleep for the next uh, until you follow me. That's that's literally what he'll do. Just every yeah. night, cry himself every to night. Sleep. I'm gonna check the numbers just something, to make sure it's going up. Something tells me, Jimmy, that is not a big threat to our listening audience. No, like, like everybody should cry anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for putting up with Jimmy and myself. Um, moving forward, Jimmy, we're gonna have the uh, the pre the, the pregame show. Essentially, we're gonna yeah one more week of BS. Yeah, yeah, one more week of BS, and then we'll, we'll be previewing every Sunday game anyway. So um, we're looking forward to that. Football's almost here. I'm super excited. So um, keep it locked right here. We'll keep you up to, up to date on everything in the world of Packers here uh, at Pack Day Podcast. So make sure you, you are liking and subscribing to, um, to the platform here. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, go Packers. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.